Even though it's sponsored by a preschool, today's episode of Read and Weep contains explicit language. Weird, huh? Good early morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about movies. Uh, we pick themes. Our uh, listeners pick the films that we have to watch, sometimes much to our detriment. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a great panel with me. Um, three quarters of us are recording live today from Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and we have just one person on the phone at a farm near Portland, Oregon. It's going to be an interesting way to do this. <laughs> But we wanted everyone to be happy. So first up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter to my left, to your your podcast left. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Thank you for having me. I just want to say I loved movies starring small, bald children with jaundice. <laughs> uh, name two others. Uh, Despicable Me. Despicable Me <laughs> and Despicable Me 2. Yeah, there you go. All right. I wanted him. That, he doesn't I, know any. But he knows so many that, movies. I thought for sure he'd be like, oh, well, there's Children of the Corn and there's... Uh, do the, they have, I don't think they have jaundice. I, I, I don't think sa- like Satan and Satanic Possession is necessarily equivocal with jaundice. But oh, maybe see, I'm wrong. I, I think they do. Yeah. I think it is. Um, but I, I did that, that one line in the movie did make me look up and go, huh caught me off guard like there's the one yeah, one nice little chuckle in this well film. this is a class anytime there's a movie like this with this many jokes there's gonna be at least one that catches yeah. you and tickles you uh I, those are i have two those are my two compliments yeah. so don't <laughs> use them up because then i'm done um to your podcast right if you're looking at your iphone to your iphone's right uh she's at kate at uncle kate <laughs> on twitter uh you can call me uncle uncle kate you can call her, you can call her coach uh yeah. in portland oregon it's caitlin warehouser banana okay <laughs> <laughs> you did it you did it it is pure joy <laughs> man if you loved this movie it's gonna be a weird morning also joining so us much. uh <laughs> from a farm uh with her dog outside of portland she's at robot caitlin on twitter this is the real caitlin's of comedy we finally got two there's three caitlin's that appear on this program and we finally got two of them on together uh, well uh, done. From Los yeah. Angeles, it's Caitlin Gill. <laughs> Hi, I am from Los Angeles. <clears throat> I am currently, as you mentioned, at a farm uh, that is a little bit too far away from Portland to drive to where you are this morning. Yeah. Uh, so I'm here with the cows and some coffee and a dog. Oh, but I miss yeah. you guys and I wish we were all hanging out. And also, it's it's early and rainy. <laughs> it is all rainy. those things. It it's always rainy stop. in Portland. And here's the thing they don't it's tell you when you first raining. move here. It's also all, always early in the morning. Yeah, you know yeah. what? You say that as a joke, but like 4 p.m. here feels more like 7 a.m. than anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, true. That it you can true. have a 4 p.m. Um, also, because be- the drinks are cheap and it's yep. never not gray. Like we got the shit. Are you these. equating cheap drinks to 7 a.m.? Yeah, yeah, that's a weird Where turn. Is, what's going on over there? <laughs> I think. Can it's I because- call you Uncle Kate? Yeah. Instead of calling you by like, is that okay? Yeah. Because you have the best Twitter handle of the Caitlin, so I just wanted to. Mm. I Robot's wanted to use pretty it. Strong. Uh, also, yeah, you can of... identify me by the signature rasp of the way that my my we lifestyle is slowly eroding my body. It's almost like both of you uh, don't project on stage, but just scream. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, you. Asshole. No, both my, of you, my both of you could do more diagram and less projecting. vocal cord. Diagram, <laughs> diaphragm, and less vocal cord. They're the metal singers of yeah, comedy, you know. What? That's true. Especially right now, it's just. Uh, I apparently wrote a set in which I have to yell for 15 minutes straight. You're, and I'm very both, happy about it, so I just keep doing it. I like you're it. in a race to see who can be the first comedian to develop vocal polyps from <laughs> years of screaming. Yeah, the Henry Rollins. I like that yeah. you assume it's going to be from the years of screaming. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> As opposed yeah. to HPV? 
See what me and Adele. Oh, if that's a much worse suggestion. I was thinking the drinking and the be the general oh, boarding yeah. about. I was trying to figure out what you you were getting at. I shouldn't have guessed. That always makes it worse. Oh so no! This, I thought you know immediately where my shame was coming. This from. is episode number four hundred thirty-seven. <laughs> Alex just assumes everyone has HPV. He's I mean, a real. True? I mean, isn't that like stati- like ninety percent of us? It have is HPV? statistically true. Also, I was supposed to do some kind of thing, and it's little yellow different. That's what no, I was going to say. <laughs> that's the thing. Little I- yellow different. Who didn't see that one coming? King it's a perfect joke <laughs> to miss saying. every this. It misses. It perfectly misses the target generations of this film. So I love that joke. Uh, <laughs> one of my uh, big like eyebrow raising moments is when people are a little bit too quick to bring up the fact that everyone has HPV. It just always kind of makes me look at that person a little bit weird when someone's like, "Hey, I'm just saying statistically, most people have it. Am I right? Am I right? You know what else most people have?" Like, I was like, "Well, yeah. I'm suspicious of how determined you are to talk about HPV." Right? Yeah, we moved on two steps. And you're like, yeah, no, we're gonna I go tried back. really hard to, to get us past there, but I'm yeah. trying you know, to destigmatize it. If you're you want to send every it, listener Anthony. back to that rough day at the college health department, go ahead. <laughs> so this is my shame is that this is episode number 437 of the podcast. We've now done as many episodes as the number of couples who got married together together in Indonesia on New Year's Eve. They had a free mass wedding and nice. 437 couples showed up and got married last year. Yeah. Uh, 2017 New Year's Eve. Cool. Uh, the government put it on. I it like des- that. It was designed to ease the bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of couples who'd been like, um, like common law married for a long time, but weren't getting the right benefits from the government. So they all came, had a big wedding day. It's really adorable. It's a very beautiful idea until you think about like who has to crunch all that paperwork at once. Like all yeah. these people celebrating, this one person in the corner just filing a lot of marriage. You're a, you're a romance, you're romantic at heart, Anthony. Mm. The way. Uh, speaking of a. Uh, Clusterfucks. This week we're talking about minions. Whoa! Yeah, that was a little Rude. aggressive. Uh, <laughs> I like that. This is the twenty fifteen like move, Alex. Uh, prequel slash spinoff of Despicable Me, the third Ugh. movie in the Despicable Me franchise, the Despicable Us, the Despicable point. Saga. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope, can't do better than that. Uh, so the reason we're watching this, and the reason why I feel embarrassed about saying Clusterfucks, so I'm go, is that this episode is sponsored by the Children's Garden. Wow, weird. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're a, a Portland preschool, and they uh, reached out to us to sponsor an episode. And what they wanted to do is they wanted to sponsor a an annoying and overrated children's movie. So they picked out five candidates, and our meat buddies voted. And this was and they the winner. voted right. Good job. They did good. I don't. They, it, they yes. I, at that the time, is I was like, I don't know if this is overrated because this, this is just. Uh, I don't think if people think it's great, but it mm. made a billion dollars, and the internet seems to actually like it. So I don't know. Mm. Maybe I was wrong. I thought it was just annoying, but apparently it's overrated. It's the second top-grossing animated film of all time. That is so sad for Pixar. But I'm impressed. Yeah, that is depressing on a on a number of levels. Yeah. Well, you got to think of it this way: like Despicable Me three made substantially less than this one, so this oh. is the high watermark, at least. You know, like I think that does like, help. Minions are on the decline now, <laughs> and the thing is like. These flash in the pan things happen all the time. Things get huge, but like flash in the, the pan five films. Yeah, how many yeah. series? <laughs> a billion dollar. Flash. But they a lot. We've had a lot of these series through it. But like, how many of them can you actually remember Star off Wars. the top of your head? You know, like Harry the, Potter. The Pixar stuff will be remembered forever. You know, that's like, true. People won't be talking about Minions in ten years. You know what? I bet because we're there's like the Frozen musicals yeah, happening now. I bet yeah. Minions the musical comes out next year. Oh yeah. I mean, Shrek the musical. I mean, there's guy. already a yeah. ride. Universal is in so deep with the Minions. Yeah. I don't think they're coming out. It's well, a- weirdly like Disney. Can I? I mean, I have a lot to say, so mm-hmm. I can wait, or I can just get into it. Jump no, no, we got here. Yeah. 
Well, I just uh, want to say I thank the children. I mean, uh, before you, before you rant, two seconds. Let me oh just yeah, say, no, please. I, I yes, thank yes. the Children's Garden for sponsoring. Uh, we'll talk more about them in our ad break, and also it, uh, we thank all our meat buddies for voting. So if you want to become a meat buddy and get meat meat buddy. A meat buddy? A meat, meat buddy. buddy. And get to vote on such important and crucial decisions as this. Go to redistribute.com slash meat buddies and a donation of any size will get you access to our meat buddy voting system. Um, before I jump in the summary then, uh, Robot Caitlin, <laughs> take it away. Uh, What's it, well, I brought up Universal. Yes. And it's, I mean, it's a, clearly a Universal film. Mm-hmm. And like Disney, the thing that bums me out about Disney is that at their front, they're this beautiful, magical wonderland where kids have fun. And then behind it, it's like another kid somewhere else stitching the fun together with their tiny, tired hands. Like oh, Disney God. just always has. I, I always see kind of a dark side to Disney, yeah. even though the whimsy. And it's almost because the whimsy is so good. It, like right. Disney is a spectacle. It, it has to have it has to be like gross and bad because it is also incredibly, ridiculously fun and good. Um that's just how spectacles work. That's yeah, a personal yeah. belief. Yeah. But Universal is the opposite. Universal is like um, the devoid kids out front of are also all. Sad? No. Uh, well, yes, everyone is sad. Everyone is one feeling. Like Universal <laughs> has no magic. Universal is the opposite of magic. It yeah. is wholly and purely manufactured. And like you just see. I the love Universal pieces. Studios. I like Disneyland. I love Universal Studios. Because it's magicless. It's just a trash. It's like a beautiful, <laughs> terrible, capitalist nightmare. And it's great. Uh, so and the, I, but I, the minions are so perfect for that because they are like, you took a exactly. character and you shaved off all identifying marks so that it, and made it. And then like, you took all of the characters out of its movie and you made a characterless movie. Yes, and yeah, that's yes. the ride. It's yeah. so, it <laughs> is so perfectly universal in that sense. Universal Studios it, is the only amusement park I've ever been to when after a ride, while I was still in the seat, the guy was like, you guys just want to ride again? There's no one in line. Yeah. I rode the mummy ride four times in a row once because it was you, empty. The mummy is where you do that. That is yeah. the magic of Universal. That is the magic is the of Universal. The mummy is empty. Yeah, it's, and it is the best 45 seconds of your day. Yeah. And in like 1990 question mark, people were waiting so many hours to go do at that yeah. 45 point, second ride. At one point, Brendan Fraser actually popped out on the ride and now everyone shows up just hoping that'll happen again. He's just the mechanic oh, though. He's just walking down there with the rag. <laughs> Uh, so let me summarize I have, I this hope film. I for the then. best for Brendan. Because so mm-hmm. so the minions. Just let me just get you started. So the minions, in case you somehow missed this, which would be very impressive, are I uh, would be shocked. They're t- yeah, because they are like every. Like, I'm a childless adult, and I cannot get away from. Them. Yeah, they're yeah. everywhere. And so what they are is they're a two foot yellow merchandising opportunity with eyes. And <laughs> I. Sometimes, sometimes monocular, yeah. Sometimes yeah. just one eye. Sometimes two, and their eyes are also goggled, so they have like real weird sensitivities mm-hmm. or something. But they're it's like it's clear that you designed a character in a CG program to be the easiest to stitch. It's like mm-hmm. made to be yeah. a plush <laughs> more than a movie. Um, <laughs> oh, Alex, that's a great read. It's so stripped mm-hmm. out, and then they and they speak in um, a they speak fluent random words from other languages with it's a variety Italian, of accents. Everyone knows that yeah. <laughs> it is definitely sometimes Italian. It's it also is definitely not also sometimes not just Italian, and then also Croatian. Yeah, so, or, it's for yeah. every world market, so we only have to pay one actor who <laughs> happens to be the director, the director who yeah. does the voice of all the characters in this movie. Um, so this is the this is. I a, hope he got paid for every international release. I'm sure he, he did. Got, he, I hope he cashed out That's for actually, like the Chinese. I just hope he did. So he, being the director and a voice actor, I'm sure his royalties on a billion dollars globally is pretty good. I bet he's mm. doing okay right now. Was a, uh, what's his name? Pierre or something? Peter something? Yes, Peter Pierre anyway. Coffin. Yeah. I'm going to guess the C-O-F-F-I-N is not Coffin because I'm really... <laughs> 
I'm putting a hard coffin on that. Yeah, a pure coffin. Uh, so, so this is they're they're the people who serve the bad guy in Despicable or the good guy in Despicable. Bad me. guy, right? Bad guy, but is also a good guy. He becomes anti-hero uh, hero by the end of the movie because the girls they change his hope. Yeah, you know, sure, sure. I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. But so first, Despicable oh, Me is pretty good. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. that so, one is pretty good. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, like, so, that's like, part of why Minions is is rough. Yeah, I mean, one of the oh. fascinating things about like the idea of the Minions is like so like in the first movie, it's like. They're like a side character. There's a little prop. And mm-hmm. the, it's one of those, like it happens with most sequels, right? Like a, if you think of a movie, like the best metaphor I've ever heard, it's like a movie is a stew, mm-hmm. you know? And in the first one, they added just a little bit of spice yeah. that was the minions. Oh, shit. And people liked it. Yeah. And so when they made the sequels, they were like, the what minions are like half of the sequel. And right. then the third one is just all that spice now. So, like, yeah, just... so we just sat down to a bowl of coriander. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it's basically yeah. like, I mean, it's more of like serving a, of clothes, a real yeah. like sugary thing. It's like yeah, whatever yeah, is the true. sugar in the meal. Yeah, they've just condensed you've that lost, down to that. You you're know, obviously yeah. not a cook, but I see what you're saying. But yeah, the first movie has like a character <laughs> arc and a narrative, and like people change over the course, and it's fun and colorful and like. I can see this because I actually feel like the minions are a clever idea if they are a very small part. But the idea yeah. of making a movie of just characters who speak in gibberish yeah. um, and have no variance in personality is really weird. So here's what they yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine over a 90-minute movie if every 30 every thirty minutes you got a two-minute vignette of the minions doing something dumb in the background. You're right. You'd I be like, like, oh, that. that could work. I could get know? behind that. So the, but here's it's the, Steve here's Carell. The, it's Julie Andrews. It's mm. Kristen Wiig. Oh. It's the girls. Good. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I know you're trying okay. to get to yourself. Okay. Go Big, ahead. I just no, I'm really into it. Had to but put so, in place and time. So if you why watch the that movie, Big fluffy unicorns. If that's what I think of with that the movie. One. And you were like, what I want to know is where did these little yellow dolls come from? And the answer is they've always existed. They evolved from single yellow cells. Time immemorial. Time immemorial. That's why they speak all those different uh, races of uh, of dialects is because they've just been around forever. And their only yeah, thing is... Yeah, that's why. That's what the internet Definitely says. Definitely not international release. <laughs> Definitely not to just release it in every country without it's so redoing it. All they want. For sure. They're, they're, cre- they're evolved with just one desire, which is to serve the greatest villain of any age. Uh, starting at the dawn of time when they worked for a particular... It was like a fish with a mustache. I don't know. I was like yeah. supposed to buy that this fish is a villain. And then, I don't know, that seemed a little judgy. But anyway, and then a bigger fish, and eventually they worked for a Tyrannosaurus, and then Dracula. And then eventually they worked for Napoleon, which is also kind of an interesting <laughs> political statement. Mm. Um, like, he was the greatest villain of the age? The most know. despicable. The most despicable person. Yeah. Is they that go true? with what they can find. Clearly. Yeah, because they're also not go. good at searching for people. Anyway, so the only problem is that they are super incompetent they're just the dumbest and they constantly screw up everything they touch and frequently kill the boss they're working for Mm -hmm. (laughs) which actually is this is an undeveloped side plot i think but the better version is like maybe they evolved to hinder villains as opposed to help like they want to help they don't know that they're actually there to fuck them up they're like the natural apex predator of villains they just go around yeah Yeah. but not in the way you'd expect they they secretly undermine villains and then they are like the greatest villains the villains so the villains they conveniently get lost in an ice cave for a few century come out in the 1960s -hmm. which i have to say that Imagine if all you want to do is serve the most evil person to ever live. Yeah. And you found out you were in a cave during the life of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> right? Like the whole movie, I just kept thinking. Come out at that would be, you're like, oh, man. That would be like if you were the biggest basketball fan ever. And right. you were in a coma during Jordan's reign. Yeah. You just, you came out <laughs> and you were like, wait, I missed the most evil guy. 
you're not uh, you're not wrong. This is a great point, but I, I could also imagine. see from their point of view why Illumination Entertainment decided not to make a movie about yeah, just the minion that oh, working for Hitler. Yeah. I do imagine the entire movie like storyboarded out on a wall and they get to Hitler and they're like, Ew. Cave, go back and get a cave. That's what we need. Yeah. Go cave. back and put, put them in a cave. cave. Yeah. They just Make crumpled sure up that piece of paper and threw it in the garbage. Yeah, like, just rip it. it off the storyboard. Nobody was, was here. What? No. That's it was why. just like that scene from Grizzly they Man. They speak when way Verna... too many languages. They would have been in trouble. <laughs> it was just that scene from Grizzly Man when Gwena Herzog was listening to the tape. Yeah, Someone yeah, just yeah. walked in, saw no the storyboard. No see this. It's like this, you have to burn these. You have <laughs> no one can ever see these. It was, it's so interesting. Yeah, that makes sense now why they served a fish, a Tyrannosaurus, and Napoleon. They were like, we just can't do anything identifiably villainous in real yeah. life because it would be so sad. I, I mean, kids know as much about like Napoleon as they do about Captain Crunch. It's well, exactly. Yeah, it's they like just he's short, he puts hat, his hand in really. his shirt. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. There's also the, you know, a French animation studio. So I can see uh, them being like, we can take shots at a. Uh, Guy, uh, you know, rather than like, but then the rest yeah. of the movie's a Doing. hit piece on England. Yeah, now, yeah. I, now it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. So they they sleep through all the bad villains and they pop out in 1968 and they're like, look, we're bored of being self-employed and we're paying this extra tax that other people don't have to pay, and so we're going to uh, uh, send Kevin, who's like tallish, and then Stuart, who's got one eye, and Bob, who's like stupid. Uh, and they're going to go on a mission to find a new villain to serve, a new master. Because um, they had developed a real uh, ennui inside yeah. that cave. Yeah, which they were quite bored. I, I, I did like the bored minions. I would have loved to watch funny. that movie if it was just them, now like existential. Like the exactly. Yeah. There's like there's a scene when they're nightmare. playing soccer and one person like half heartedly kicks it and the goalie watches it go by and then falls over. Yep. That was kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> I did right. enjoy that. That got me. Anyway, so they they uh they go to New York and then they hitchhike down to Florida because they see a commercial for Villain Con because the evil people were very out in the open in '68. They were well, just... they find a secret TV station randomly. Yes, they accidentally find a. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. They he's this trying to like... play with the Sorry. bunny ears, right? And you know finds that like secret Over broadband <laughs> evil <laughs> network, you know, evil TV network that says there's a villain con in Orlando, and they hitchhike. And along the way, when they're hitchhiking, what a coincidence! They hitchhike with a family of bank robbers on the way to Villain Con, and they uh, accidentally murder some cops and so then the bank robbers are like you're cool um played by michael keaton and allison jennings yes delightfully criminally painfully underused yes oh yeah i mean the fact that allison jenny isn't most of the movie is a real tragedy they uh, and michael keaton that's delicious yeah man with their like fun like paint weapons like paint shotguns i thought that was kind of neat i mean this whole movie is trying is like we want to be about evil but the most nerfed version of evil so even when they shoot the cops they just paintball them yeah Yeah, i just want to emphasize how little has happened in the movie up to the point that you're explaining because you're getting (laughs) like we are definitely, in minutes, we are pushing our way through this movie in this oh, summary. To be quick. clear, We're I only have like eight more sentences. I'm yeah. very much going to rush through the rest of it. Yeah. Oh, but that reminds me. That's what you I'm saying. Some... They, they did too. That Nothing yes. has happened in this movie yet. This yeah. is You're yeah. seriously getting into minute 40. This movie doesn't happen until yeah. the last half an hour. The whole yeah. first like two thirds is seriously like if Die Hard was John on a plane and in the limo. Like if that limo ride stopped. <laughs> 40 minutes of him getting to the LA. Suspiciously LA. convenient locations 
where he gets some <laughs> Teflon shoes and like two new wife beaters before he shows up at the Mac- or at the so Nakamura building. I want to say it uh, really is the thing about them about how nerfed the evil is. It reminds me of this arcade game that I used to play. Uh, that was a it was a hunting exotic animals game. And it was just a big shotgun thing, yeah, and it was like big, big buck no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. It's like Big Buck Hunter, but it was this, it was this uh, imported game. the The English was not translated well, and what you did, it was like, but it was like, it was like pandas. It was like rare <laughs> exotic animals, and you would shotgun them, and they up. like it would shoot a shotgun, and then the animal would fall over and bleed, and then at the end of your round. It would show all the animals you had shot with your tranquilizer living happily on your preserve. <laughs> so it was like, uh, clearly they just wanted to shoot these animals. But then at the end, they were like, oh, you did a great job studying them and doing science. <laughs> That's how this movie is with actual evil. Is like, they're clearly, like, this is, they're evil people. It's like, oh, we shot the cops. Great. But it was paint. Everybody's fine. That's what that reminds yeah. me of. Most of this movie is premise. Okay, just, yeah. So let's get so let's get fine. moving. So they find they go to Villain Con. Uh, there's the e- the evilest villain at Villain Con. The 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 public speaker of the uh, keynote speaker at Villain Con yeah. is Scarlet Overkill, who is a pretty successful villain. Whose k- keynote speech, by the way, right. is a job recruitment <laughs> test. Like the like that yeah. was what I thought she was going to come out and be like, hey, here's what I learned from the last three quarters of villainy. Have yeah, some nothing. slides, yeah. have some graphs. A TED talk. Yeah, maybe. announce some products. Nothing. Uh, but no, it was Why just straight up. She's a villain. Do you hear yourself when you're talking? <laughs> but I'm saying, Put like, it together, Honor Lopez. among but thieves. Shouldn't among she be thieves, giving a better speech? Why would she be sharing information? Because they're there. <laughs> Why? How did she con. become? Go to, like, it's, she got paid a speaker fee. They're communists? They're villains, <laughs> Lopez. They're it's, not going to share information. She got a fee. Presumably yeah. she was going to. Yeah. So she'll use it for her own gain. She's so, a villain. Okay. So she, her whole thing is she's like, hey, I need new minions. And the yeah. three minions are like, oh my God. What a what? coincidence. Yeah. And here's her minion test. Here's she got new, new minions. She holds up a rock and is like, whoever a gets ruby. this. A ruby. It's whoever a gets this ruby rock. from me gets to be my employee. And so all the people in the showroom fight and Bob being an idiot accidentally eats it. It's very Mr. Miyagi, if you think about it. It's pretty Mr. Miyagi, but with a group, yeah. Take that. Yeah, it's like that. And then Bob accidentally eats it, and they get a job. Yay! Um, Who cares? And then they... um, uh, Her first job for them as employees is to go to England and steal the Queen's crown. Cool? Like you do. Trial by fire. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's like a 40-minute sort of like... uh, Chasing. Chasing through England. That's the rest of the movie. We meet John Hamm. John Hamm is there. John oh. shows up. Uh, John Hamm is the uh, Q boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. So it's the, the husband who's like also does technology. Yeah, um, he's kind of a fun character actually, as yeah. far as characters go. I really thought that they were setting yeah. up that he had her brainwashed when he was like, "I have this brainwash well, yeah. machine." Because she was like, w- "I thought that was going to become the plot." Like no, they help up. her from their relationship, but completely abandoned because this movie has no interest nope. in plot or story. Or you character. know why? Can't sell a toy of that guy. Yeah. yeah, they marketed that and that didn't fly, so they just didn't write it out, <laughs> didn't write it in anymore. Yeah, why bother? So they, yeah, so they try to steal the crown. They bumble their way through it. Um, at one point, Bob accidentally pulls a sword from a stone, so now he's king. Not just an- the sword from the stone. Sure, Alex. He the sword. It's from not the like he just randomly pulled a sword from a stone. Well, how do you get a sword in a stone? It's the only one. So they, he takes it. He's now king. Um, and then uh, his, since he's trying to help Scarlet, he hands over the kingdom to her. 
But she's because still mad. She has a gross overreaction to seeing. Yeah, real disproportionate his... reaction to her employees mm. doing what she asked, just through not the way she ex- expected. Which it, is weird because I, I like to think that as a villain legend, you would see an opportunity and recognize it rather than yes. not seeing at yeah. all. Like, oh, the, my! I they were going. I asked them for a crown, and they got me a kingdom. Yes, you know. Yeah. And just and completely, then they handed they were yeah. they gleefully handed over England to you. Your goal was to someday rule England, and you're ma- you just you can't have a leader who's jealous of their followers. That's just yeah. it does not work. Uh, so there's that's, there's messages in this. <laughs> yeah, you're so listen on when you're yeah. talking. You're so- <laughs> <laughs> there's you're deeper s- messages when you're only self serving. You like will often defeat well, they're your villains, own purpose. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. I know. I was trying to say back at you and I thought it would help, but you disagreed and that's not what I was hoping. Um, I love this movie. (laughs) Okay. So they, they, she tries to, now she's trying to kill the minions. They run away. And then finally the other minions show up and they accidentally save England. Um, And then as they're being knighted, a miniature version of Steve Carell shows up and is like, hey, do you want to hang out with me? And Despicable Me one coming in negative 10 years. And then you can buy them all in a variety of sizes. Yeah. Well, uh, you got to mention. Hey, the... remember what a real character looks like? I'm back, and then I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Him it's like, like the just the tip of character insertion. <laughs> <laughs> Him like you, you you forgot one of them growing to the size of a Godzilla That's... and wrecking a city. I wouldn't say like God. Like <laughs> <laughs> like I did. I was kind of shocked. Like I I was watching it, and they were like. It's like the end of Man of Steel in terms of like the collateral damage they caused to that city. He kills so many British people on accident. I mentioned that to my wife and she looked over me just like Caitlin and was like, Anthony, they're villains. (laughs) And I was (laughs) I did like that. That's pretty good. Uh, I did this isn't like a full compliment, so I'm not gonna waste my comment on it, but um when they were when the minion was giant and he picked up somebody in his hand, good texture on his glove. Yeah. There were actually some like this this is a computer animated film, and there's some actual like Moments of like kind of neat animation. I thought there's some good looking bits of it. There was like the scene when the great movie car um, (laughs) when they find the car that has the bank robbers in it, and it's kind of like shot from their perspective going around the side. It's kind of neat. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's the movie. That's the whole thing. Um, Did I miss anything that you guys need to? Anything we can't leave out? So Anthony was mad about the giant. What are you? What am I missing? You want to hear robot? I want or not robot. Sorry, no, your uncle. Other ones. No robot works. I point uncle or robot. Your robot. Oh, you wanted I pointed uncle, at uncle, but uncle you asked when for I said robot. robot. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uncle. We'll both answer. Uh, <coughs> ready? You go. No. Um. The, no. I'm not missing anything. every single second of this movie is a treat and a treasure and a parade of fun, and it's like best watched, hungover or sick. Oh yes. Ugh. And Ugh. it's just so. Comfort- I already felt like I was like the whole time I was like, "What am I? What is happening to oh, my body?" If, so if I was also sick, it feels uh, so good. If you think of this movie like works when you're sick, like sick or hungover, you should try seeing it when you're like six. I hear that's the real raw <laughs> shit. shit. I hear that's the sh- that's the high will just Wait. trying to chase it. I've never tried it myself. I've built up a I, tolerance. But yeah, at six. but I hear when you like when you're six. Oh man, I hear this movie fucks you up. The, and uh, you know how much I fucking love prequels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know that? Yeah, it came up before. I like what see what happened before because I was the only person that's ever liked the Star Wars. Oh, you like the Star Wars prequels? Except for I have Banks, this troll thing where I always I, I, I tell people that Anthony likes the prequels more than the original um, as like a <laughs> fun I, game to get him into that situation. <laughs> You're the person. <laughs> You're the thing I made fun of him for seeming yeah. like. It's That's just crazy. fun to see what happens before. 
Uh, there's a there's a scene where the minion, when I think right after he becomes king, he like gets in the bathtub and they show his butt in a thong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I used a screen yeah, cap there of are, that. There's minion butts. There's Everywhere. kind of a lot of butts. I showed the yeah. butt in the thong. I posted it on Facebook and Twitter because it's asking people to help me come up with games to play in this thing. And everybody uh-huh. was like, man, that's a funny Photoshop image. No, that's the no. move. They There's just a lot showed of butts that butt. Butts are hilarious. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, you're not wrong. I think butts are pretty funny, but I was still like, just in terms of like, am I trying to process what I just sat through? Like this image of a blurry minion butt in a thong. All right. Let's do compliments here. Let's jump into compliments then. Um, uh, Robot, we'll have you go first. Uh, it's our major compliments. First half of our compliments, Anna, which we like starting to never show. The compliments how we seem like fair and legitimate criticism. Uh, Kaylin Gill, what's your, f- your bigger nice thing that you're going to say about minions? <laughs> yeah, agreed. I mean, it's. I think it is um, like benevolent. I think okay. it is not intended okay. to hurt. Like it is. I think there has been more. Like, I don't know why I can't give this movie a straight shot compliment. Mm-hmm. They're fucking cute. Yeah. Fine, sure. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. You got me. <laughs> they're they're pretty adorable. They have eyes. If I got one, I couldn't throw it away because it has eyes. Yeah. So I know that you, I'm already sunk. Yeah. Yes, they're cute. That's why you never throw away Uh, black eyed peas. That's no, I would throw away both the album and probably the food, but in leftovers. (laughs) Like once and then be like, I thought I was going to eat more of this. And then I didn't. I think I do. (laughs) They're drier than you expect. No, I think the fact that it's benevolent is actually like a solid compliment for it. As far as like, all these things go. I mean, it's commercial, but like you were saying before, it's like straight up commercial. It's, cl- it's transparently yeah. commercial, and it is sort of like if you're you gonna do evil, Thank stupid, you, crazy. This is just a little. Stupid. You made me. F- oh, you just made me feel so much better. I forgot that I genuinely appreciate a person or product that is honest with me at its face. I don't even need to like what it's telling me. If I know what's coming, yeah. I am not mad. I knew there's a there's so an honesty to it. If a jerk is a jerk, a person. If I'm talking about a human. Honesty. Honesty. Like too. if he, if I think a, you know, it, the people that are jerks that bother me are the ones that were a surprise. If I can see a jerk coming, <laughs> if that jerk is like, hey, I'm a jerk and I'm gonna be a jerk, I'm right. gonna be a jerk to you and you. I'm like, yeah, they told you. They're it is jerks. nice. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's predictable. It's like uh, it's like when someone's an aggressive driver, but you just like you're like, oh, they're gonna cut me off, and then you give them space, as opposed to somebody who's like, yeah. uh, 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 uh. like yeah. at least you know. You don't have can, to like it, but I you're fine. Around. You know what's coming. That's that good, is much less dangerous. I like it. That's so a solid the minions compliment. are like that. Uh, Caitlin, uh, weirdhouse, you want to go? I ahead? also really like the word minion. Go ahead. Go it ahead, is um, such help. a fun word. Yeah, it's like onion, but way better. <laughs> I think I also felt smart and cool for knowing it when I was young, and I might resent the fact that it's now All much kids more widely know known. Minions, um. I, inch people. Minions <laughs> is so fun. Uncle Kate, I want to know why you like it. Yeah, I, I want to hear your joy. I've there's not a despicable situation that I haven't enjoyed. Uh, so Did you fun. see three? I've seen all of them. What was I, I've seen one and two. I I do legitimately like one as a kid's There's movie. Uh, two magical. But was does three hold up? Because I was really like Trey Parker doing it. I was really interested. Oh, annoying. Yeah. The villain's a little bit over the top, but the rest of the story is super, super fun, yeah. and you'll have a great time, and take someone you love, <laughs> just <laughs> bask in the sunshine that is Minion happiness and joy. Listen, the way that I see these movies is like, they're Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. What are you holding this to feature film, like, 
That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Uh, reviews and markers, like, that's not what they're for. Yeah. And, like, how also, it's not that you made a whole movie out of the spice. This is the oops all berries yeah, of yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. are you mad about? Oh, <laughs> this man. Is the best what case, a good argument. Case, best Did we eat a, a bowl of clothes? I'm with Only you. a time where you've had cookie crisp and you're like, ugh, I wish it was less cookies in this. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're a joyless sap. We've talked about oops all berries on the show before because it's my favorite cereal where it's like, I don't feel like the oops is i feel like it's disingenuous i feel like they meant to put all berries in there Ooh, critical thinker over yeah, here yeah yeah really crack that case it's should write something the better business i knew that this isn't for me yeah. also uh, you know that i've been on this philosophy kick yes so and also this mythology kick oh. and if you look at it like sisyphus they're all tiny little idiot sisyphi pushing the rock and this like philosophical concept of like should you kill yourself like Camus talks about right right. and like that's like the biggest philosophical question in the world and it's hard to get into because like that's dark but real it's very real should Should minions live do they have a reason to live and it all makes sense if you imagine Sisyphus smiling while he's pushing the rock the way that the minions Uh, are just gleefully tromping through life Sisyphi are just dumb they're not. They're. They're. He's just. Let. He lets himself be happy in the struggle. I mean, they are he what lets they are. Right. Enjoy they are. Yeah. They know the they chop are. wood, carry water, mundane part of life. But they're also like being rewarded from that at every turn. There's morals and messages. It's a great fucking. I, I think that's. I there's something to that. I think that's a solid point. Um. And I also want to point out. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to point out that everyone does already have Sisyphus. So there's no reason to be embarrassed. All right, Anthony, <laughs> major compliment. That made me mad, but I really liked it. Uh, I gotta say, like, that's kind of a dark message. Yes. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I, Anthony, get back. I'll talk so to you later to about serve. this. Okay, so go my, ahead. My, yeah. my major compliment for this movie would be, uh, kind of co- going off what all, all of you guys sort of said, especially Caitlin, is like, but what I thought of when I saw this movie was, like, you know how people always brag about like Pixar movies, how they're good for kids, but they're great for adults. Yeah. You know, I kind of like just sort of what both of, both of the guys are saying, I think about like this movie's on. It's like, this movie's just for kids. It's not like, it's, it's not, and it's not that it's like even trying to be like, it's, it is a fun, colorful kids movie. It's a series of vignettes that are loosely tied together for a dumb plot. Right. There's nothing like offensive about this movie. I've, I worked at a, second run movie theater for kids for years i've seen all types of bad kids yeah, movies yeah. you know i'm a big fan of animation me too i i just thought this was like this was like if i had a kid i could totally just like pit that on i know they would love it it's colorful it's fun the, it's the hundredth sugar. time just, of this i don't know if it'd be as fun yeah. as like the hundredth time of moana yeah exactly but, i would prefer oh, that but fuck like you really <laughs> You break on through to the other side, it starts getting amazing. Oh, yeah, right, sure. This is enough times Even, it starts you know, to be I would, I would rather watch this than, like, trolls. You know what I mean? Also, like, you guys trying to, like, seriously uh, critique this movie yeah. is a little bit look like picking up, like, a Fisher Price toy and being like, I yeah. just don't think that's why it's I, not I, the complexity of money. That's why I'm not trying like, to, like, I'm not trying to seriously critique you, it. No, no, I have a problem with you, that <laughs> attitude because you just compared these minions to Camus and then you're like, but you guys are taking it too seriously. You don't get to be on both sides of this fence. Either this is an existential um, issue or it's not. 
Gil. Well, I mean, really good it's, children's it's, entertainment usually does that. Really good children's entertainment usually does sit right on top of the complex philosophical stuff adults think too much about. Like, yeah. uh, I don't think you know, that's, that's what they were doing Aesop's here. Aesop's fables are, you... are fucking children's stories and also still the mm-hmm. easiest way to explain complex thoughts to adults. Like, I, you know, I do. Uh, yeah. I do feel like Anthony, like the, that, that what Anthony just started to say was that is important, which is that this is not what they were doing on purpose. I think this actually says more about you, Uncle Kate, than it does about the movie. What? But anyway, um, just no, real quick. I'm not sure that's true. I'm not sure that's true. I think you actually really need like a completely simple life philosophy for the minions. They live to serve, and all that makes them happy is service. That is actually pretty hard to get to. If you can distill yeah. something, uh, your character's mission to like 10 words or less, you're in a good place to make a five movie series. And then sure, each man. one of those characters has no dialogue. I guess this is my major compliment. Uh, they say you fucking nothing one. except for <laughs> stuff. I know, but I'm finding better ones as I talk about this movie <laughs> I thought I didn't like. Uh, but we know, you know, Kevin, Bob and Stuart by the end of it. You know who they are. Like, they're, you know, you got the steadfast one, you got the goofy one. It's the same as every cartoon trio. It's Alvin and the Chipmunks, only no dialogue. Uh, And no girls. So you have one that's, like, bold, one that's more shy, one that's more bumbly. They're like the Animaniacs. Again, they're just using an archetype that is art. They didn't invent this archetype, but they very successfully inserted wordless characters in it. That's so let me hard. just let me just toss in hard. my major comment here, which is um, we'd mentioned vignettes. We've also mentioned there's a couple of like anytime there's this many jokes, there's going to be one joke that works. And um, my favorite joke in the movie uh, is this tiny scene when they first get to Villain Con, where Professor Flux, they meet Professor Flux and they try to apply mm-hmm. to work for him. And Professor Flux is like a mad scientist who's invented a time machine, and he's like, I don't need to hire you guys. I have this time machine, so I just go into the future grab a version of myself from the future, bring him back. He helps me build the machine because he's already super smart. And so it's just a bunch of him working for him. And then one of them gets accidentally crushed by a piece of machinery. And they're like, oh, oops, we killed the original one. And then they all disappear. It's yeah. <laughs> a good joke. It's a solid time travel, the, time travel joke. The way the the original one gets hit and like collapses yes. is this really fun piece of animation, I thought. like, I, He doesn't fall over. He falls to his knees with yes. his head looking straight down. It's a very violent piece of animation. But I did think that was very <laughs> funny. They're gone. I, yeah. That was I, Steve Coogan. Yeah. That's who's prof- that's that's oh, Professor nice. Flux. I did nice like work. when they were trying to find clothes and they put on the big pair of pants and unzipped it over his eyes. That was, that was a, a fun a joke. Yeah, there's so the, many fun yeah. parts. There's a handful of, of jokes. Yeah. There's also some that are real annoying. Uh, there's a couple of jokes that they really just like kept driving into the ground. But um, like what? What did I dislike? I I I got sick of the music. I felt like the music was annoying. Um, there was only one big musical number, which is a thing I like uh, in a lot of like DreamWorks movies. Mm-hmm. They constantly shove pop songs That's in it, it, which it was I was like... expecting that more in this. And there's only the one. So in terms of like again, like bad kids movies, the the numbers of like shitty pop songs that get shoved in it right. make the movie worse and worse. That's what I and like one, one kind of kind of catchy pop song. It's like I can live with that. I yeah. could watch this on repeat if I had a kid over and over because I'm not constantly having to hear like four bad musical numbers you know um so we're gonna take a break here after do an ad and i'm also gonna close this door because of this goddamn vacuum um (laughs) i'll be right back two seconds this episode of read and weep is brought to you by the children's garden in portland oregon the children's garden believes that it's their responsibility to set children up for success now and in the future 
They believe that uh, play is a child's language and a child's work, and they support incredible social, physical, and cognitive development that is sparked through play. They've incorporated mindfulness training in their classrooms so they can help guide children through their complex emotions and thoughts, setting up, setting them up to be conscious learners for life. For their teachers, they offer similar training that focuses on listening, empathy, and positive engagement to nourish students throughout the day. Also to nourish them in the other kind, uh, they have talented chefs creating healthy and tasty vegetarian and Lebanese-style dishes like lentil soup and blueberry banana bread and much more, which is better than I eat. I don't know. When I was, when I was yep. reading the, the ad copy, I was like, man, that well, sounds pretty good. I got to get enrolled in this school. figure out how to get into this preschool. Um yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like either if you want that kind of food, you either have to like uh, go to a preschool or work in tech. I just want free lunch. That's all <laughs> I want. I want to work in a job where there's chefs cooking me lunch. This Get to wear the same uh, outfit to work both of those jobs too. <laughs> <laughs> just both of them. You get to dress up as Superman whenever you want. Yeah. These classes transcend age. I just want to point out that most adults I know could benefit from those classes. Yeah, for mindfulness and blueberry banana yeah, bread. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yes. I could definitely like learn to reappreciate nap time. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's also a tech thing. It, man, yeah. preschools and tech, tech jobs. Have you yeah. lost Similar. your appreciation for naps? Yeah. <laughs> they both got an open workspace, you yeah. know? Yeah. I went to the simple offices the other day. Mm -hmm. The brand, brand yeah, new, yeah. new ones, and they're gorgeous. There's a room just for dogs. Just so you bring your dog. <laughs> there's a bike room for dogs. Like, and then there's like there's one room we were in a conference room. Then there was literally what job are the dogs doing at Simple? Literally fifteen ottomans, one room. Yeah, <laughs> it was a hilarious amount of ottomans. And then like loungy chairs and giant whiteboards and like creative spaces. We can just like think up thoughts and then have a little nappy. God, I want to work at Simple, you guys. Why were you? Yeah, get me in the Simple. I'm a customer and I love them. Me too. I just want to go tell them too. that they're good. Man, uh, you guys. This I'm ad like, has been affected by another ad. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> Speaking of simple, have you tried Blue Apron? I love Blue Apron. You know, after my Blue Apron, Shut I need up. to lay down on my Lisa mattress. You know, I like to get my feet up. It comes in a little box. Speaking of a box, loot boxes. You know what I'm saying? I love all my fun, nerdy products coming in on a Man, weekly thing. We are thing. rich today. We normally aren't rich. Today we are rich. You did. You did. You totally snuck an ad for a thing that we're not that is not paying for it into this other ad. How cool these offices are. And Caitlin and I are both customers. Want to look good? Make sure you hit up Bonobos get first to get things. <laughs> My favorite thing about Simple, I've walked by their offices, is that outside there's a garden. Speaking of gardens, at the Children's Garden, <laughs> they have a new uh, beautiful field lo office located at 2035 Northwest Front Avenue in Portland, and they provide loving, stimulating, and holistic care for children from birth through age six. That's right. They'll be there for the birth. That's how dedicated this preschool is. That's probably not true. Um, and also, this is my favorite part, is they're uh, announcing their summer STEM workshops and camps for kids ages 5 to 9. So if you are the owner-operator of a child between the ages of 5 and 9, <laughs> and you want to get them into some STEM summer camps, uh, you can sign up today at thechildrensgarden.com. Mention this podcast, Wonderful. and they will waive all registration fees. What? Nice. What? I can't promise there'll be blueberry bread, but we should all join some STEM summer camps because I would love it. Borrow a child. Go get him. <laughs> Go with him. Borrow. I'll just explain that to the people. Um, <laughs> Thechildrensgarden.com, or you can call them at 971-277-5535. It's 971-277-5535, and they look forward to seeing you. And we thank the Children's Garden, even though they probably regret it right now. We thank them for sponsoring this episode of Read It and Weep.
And now it's time for lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. So lightning bonus round. Oh, actually, <laughs> like that? that was good. Actually, I can do it. I burped a little bit. Exactly. It was good. We're going into lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're going to finish this shit up. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, this is uh, so lightning bonus round is where we, we talk about things that are inspired by the movie, but not exactly about the movie. And normally I come up with some games, um, and I was just at such a loss. After, I was just like having trouble processing this film. And so I posted that picture of a minion's butt on Twitter and Facebook and, and got some contributions um, from our fans. And uh, first of all, Layla, food motivated on Twitter, had a bunch of great <laughs> questions for us. That's great. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> um, that's not the handle. That's just like the name is Le- yeah. Layla, food motivated, uh, which I, am, I very much appreciate. Um, and who we hang out with on Twitter uh, from time to time. Anyway, she had some a bunch of great questions, but two things I want to do uh, that she suggested. First of, was, of all, you guys may remember, well, the Caitlin's don't remember. Anthony, you may remember that this is loosely themed as Space Roll. This mm-hmm. is our month of space-themed uh, movies, except we had to take How a break. Figure? I know. We had to take a break this week because of the sponsorship. We had to, So we kind of had to shoehorn some things around it. And like her and space boot craft thing, that was space ready, That's right? all I wanted was her, she, thank you, Anthony. Her like airship, that totally could get in it this totally, out of space, right? She had Cabin a, yeah, like a fancy high heel-shaped giant Anyway, I was going to say, the question was, how do we make minions from space so that we don't ruin our month's theme? Mm. That was what Layla asked us to do. You just nailed it. There is a spacecraft. They yeah. could go to space whenever they want. They just choose not to. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that they were so over-evolved compared to the other species makes me think when uh, there was that primordial ooze on Earth and there was single-celled, an alien dropped the minions here yep. to mess with us. That's the only explanation. That's how we got here, too, man. There's a prequel to the prequel, yeah. which is the aliens deciding to drop <laughs> minions off. There you go. Because they'd already just made it their, their entire It's just Prometheus, but Has with minions. Has anyone done this? Yeah, exactly. Has anyone done this where they do a prequel and then a prequel to that and they just keep going backwards instead of a, tr- of a trilogy going the, forwards? The irreversible of movie series? Yes. Is yeah. that possible? Benjamin Button. Yeah, how do we keep, yeah. do we keep <laughs> Benjamin Buttoning a series? This has got to be possible. That's... Benjamin Button 2. It's just his parents fucking. That was <laughs> yeah. a terrible joke. Not worth it. <laughs> Not worth the F-bomb. But we're all here. No, but then, so they, they do that and then they meet after. It's just like it keeps going backwards. <coughs> and then see, their four parents are fucking. Oh, man. What, what I want to see is the, the, uh, the Before Sunset <laughs> uh, series. Exactly. Like this. Have an old couple start and yeah. then go back every 10 years to how they met. Yeah. And then how they met originally. Yeah. Just digitally de-age the actors. That's what I want to see. You're talking about living the notebook. I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that's a, we nailed that one. Good job. Landing bonus round. Question number two. Um, Layla also asked, what animated character would you like to watch fight a minion? <laughs> that's such a good yeah. question. This is a solid okay. Oh, here's, here's a question for you. Does anyone here know what the rabbits are? Oh, yeah. Of course I know the rabbits. The rabbits? Okay. Yeah. So do you we, have a, we have a friend who wrote for that show if, briefly. If, if yeah. The Caitlin's knowledge. Yeah. No, no, no. I just know. Yeah. He was expecting me to say no because I don't no. know much, but, but I do know the rabbits. The rabbits are uh, a character that, much like the minions, uh, they're from video games, but they started as a side character in a, a Rayman series, uh, and they slowly took over into becoming the, its own franchise. Yes. Uh, they're, and they're like space rabbits? No, they're mischievous rabbits that talk gibberish, yes. that help bad guys, mm-hmm. uh, and they're oh. both French. Uh, right, they are French. So, yeah, so like the rabbits and the minions um, 
a very, very similar. They share a lot of similarities. They do. Uh, and I, I really do think sometimes that there's like two realities, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of those, right? If you, if you want to get into like multiverse theory stuff, but there's no, like... No, I like the I like the Bible. There's only two, there's yeah. There's only two but universes. There's, there's only two universes. And, and the there's other one, one universe... It's, it's always greener on the other side of the universe. one universe, the rabbits got as big as the minions, uh, and in the other yeah. one, the minions got big. Yeah. And we got the minion verse, and I feel like the rabbit verse is better. Yeah. Uh, but I would like to see the rabbits and the minions I'm duke it out. Because they're basically the same thing, and the minions are just kind of a... They took the ears off rabbits and made them yellow. Yeah. And they just stole the idea. That's pretty uh-huh. serious. Yeah, and they did not do as well. They had a TV show briefly, yeah. and we kn- we know a, a guy who got a, a writing job for that show, and it was it's done by Ubisoft, was the video game, Yeah, and they flew him to Paris to write for a few weeks, and then in the end, they had this big release party on a yacht on the Seine. It's very yeah. jealous of that guy. But yeah, like that show that could those characters could we could be Let sitting here out. talking about the Rabbids movie. In another universe, we yep. are we're we are. probably sitting at that table instead. <laughs> but we're like He pointed one table over <laughs> in this empty bar we're recording in today. But like that's what I would like to see. All right, that's pretty solid. Layla suggested penguins. I don't know if she had any particular <laughs> animated penguins in mind. Well, but- <laughs> From Madagascar. Oh, from Madagascar. Yeah. Sure, that would work. I they're so, very similar too. Like they're the vignette character who eventually got their own spinoff that's movie. That's they're true. The yeah. All I the only ones I could immediately picture were the ones from Mary Poppins. Oh, oh. those penguins wouldn't that's, fight. They're too busy wild. dancing. No, no they, way. I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty scampy. Yeah. I bet they got some surprises up in them flippers. So yeah. when <laughs> the when the penguins show up in the Mary Poppins sequel that's coming out this year, mm-hmm. they're going to be really oh. popular. And then in the sequel to oh, that, no. they're going to be a little bit more. Mary Poppins in six three, years. Just the the words Those Mary penguins. Poppins sequel Oops, make my penguins. heart and body feel pain. Me don't too, and I don't know. Do why. that. I don't I'm, know. I'm Emily Blunt playing Mary Poppins with music no, by Lin Manuel Miranda. I'm not I'm, mad. I'm that excited it's for it. I just don't think that it. It is. We should That's be a thing. It a sequel. What? That's real. Yeah, yes. it's coming That's out. That's a real thing. It's Rob, That's happening. Rob Marshall's directing no. it. It's coming out this no, year. No. No. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> no, it isn't. Yeah, like Mary Poppins. As far listen, as I am concerned, listen that me. doesn't have to exist. It does, and it already is. Yeah, and it's in the can. Look, this is a great. This is a very good conversation. The sound of my voice right now. <laughs> Hold on, wait, me first. She's I'm the host. I'll turn your mic off. Yeah. Here's the thing. You of got, course. I'll come back to you guys. All these are all good points. I do want to hear more about the show. I just think you all missed my great line. Oops, all penguins. <laughs> I, I, I just it. want to make sure we all appreciate. <laughs> I did miss it. And then I was Mary Poppins three. Oops, all penguins. Yeah. It was. Go back to you. I just want to make sure this is my it's show. Just, I just want to make sure everyone hears that. It's a sequel. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. It Mary Poppins. Like the, Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, oh. oh God! So wait, no, so, it's gonna be like present day. No, I believe it is a period piece. I think, I think it takes like up the wait, week after. Yeah, but it is picks it a up different Mary Poppins. Uh, I mean, is no, this like? Yeah, right, right. But so yeah, is it like, no, it's not. They did not time travel Julie Andrews to the future. <laughs> no, no, they should have done. Is Emily, I agree. is Emily Blunt playing uh, Julie Andrews? I believe or so. Or yes. is this like 007 where every time Mary Poppins dies, they just get another Mary Poppins? I, like Doctor Who. Yeah, we'll, Doctor we'll Who. Have it's to, just a position. We'll have to find Mary out in Poppins. November, Alex. Yeah. I can't wait. Coming. Oops, all penguins. Thanksgiving. Um, oh, also, I wanted to... The, the penguin thing reminds me, I Also, did... Julie Andrews is not dead, so be careful with that. Yeah. <laughs> She's 82, yeah. and Pre- she is well, no, a But the character treasure. of her... Pierce Brosnan is still alive. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is... Did you know um, Chris Chris okay, yeah, I know alive? what you mean. Anyway. <laughs> so, I did... Briefly, in a previous life, I was a video game developer, and I was working on... We ran out of funding, and I was working on a game called Penguin Fights, 
was my last big project, which is just a this uh, animated game of just penguins having the most brutal fights and just really like very bloody, but of really cute animated penguins. It's just weird that we made the choice to go with Goat Simulator after <laughs> <laughs> yeah, penguin fights on the I should have had. I should have not done. I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna uh, Mary Poppins. Though, are you still shorting out about this? Robot. Fucking yes! Have you seen Mary Poppins? <laughs> but it's Lynn manuel Miranda. And so at least it'll have goofy rap to Emily it. Emily Blunt. And and yeah, I'm, terrific. Rob's Mary Pop, and I'm here it's, to say... Why can't they do something that isn't Mary Poppins? Okay, think about it. I just it. don't know why it has From to the be director that. of Quick. Chicago and think Pirates of like, the Caribbean 4. Think about it like this. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Parts <laughs> 4... Think about it like the uh, the Return of the Jedi of that series. There are way worse times in history that this movie could have come out. Think about how much worse this would have been if it came out in the '90s and it was like a Macaulay Culkin in it. Julia Roberts playing Mary Poppins, doing a horrible fake accent. You should be making original work. Oh yes. yeah, but we're past that. Why yeah. are you doing? Don't update. No, Why are you? It I'm wasn't. Just, oh, you can only break not, it. But, it's oh. not a prequel where we find out what young Mary Poppins was like. That's what I wanted. You can't say that. I'm sure it might be. It's going to happen I don't later. Know so much. I want the Young Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Because I think she's at Hogwarts. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm back I'm in. Sorry, I'm I was a, out. I'm, I'm back in now. Her and Miss Frizzle <laughs> go to Hogwarts. Oh, Miss Frizzle witches. at Hogwarts. They're oh, man. Witches. And then the- I'm into this Miss Frizzle That's the theory. cinematic universe I want to see. I'm into it. I here, I'm going to bring this back to Minions, and here's go. my Thank fear. You. This hit is it. why the Mary Poppins thing is it it, it, it hits. Uh, I live in Los Angeles, and I cannot I can't say how taken over was Portland by Minions marketing. Quite oh, everything. What was yeah. the level? Yeah. Sorry. I went to like a I went to a mall, and every door was just a full size Minion painting. Like you couldn't get in or out of Not the mall without size. touching a Minion. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. bigger than regular Minions. Full yeah. door size, yeah. not full Minion size. The full it's, door. Were was they a your minion. buses? What? Uh, in LA, it was buses. Every oh. bus stop, every door. Oh, it yeah. was billboards that were just yellow with eyes. It was <gasps> there so are two. There. there was like a. Three story minion over the arc light, <laughs> the dome at the oh, at the arc light. There is still, I mean, because of the minions ride, there's a, a, enormous minions you can see from all over the city at Universal. It's Ugh. just, it Heaven. was oh, at like, <laughs> it, it was all consuming for months. Oh, so this movie set everyone up. I will say that that had the effect of me hating this movie before. For sure. Yeah. I ever had the opportunity to see it like it was just it was everywhere in a way that LA was almost making a meta joke about marketing (laughs) that's incredible did you think we couldn't do more like (laughs) you thought that Star Wars on cuties oranges packages was as far as we could go but here we are now your orange is a minion the whole marketing it's, campaign is just I, like, fucking dare you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did, and they're going to do, if they do that to Mary Poppins, if I have to look at a new Mary Poppins from like the freeway overpass oh, as she like looms everywhere. as a chimney sweep above the dark light dome, no, it's, it's not going to be right. It's going to be moderate marketing, but when it's oops all oh. penguins, they're going to be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you are right. You are correct. I'll wait for oops all penguins to, to unleash my, my outrage and pain. Thank you. Um, one more thing I want to do real again. quick. Another question we got on Facebook was from Linnea, and she said, uh, post-apocalypse, only minion stuff survives. 
What do what do people do? How do people try like what religious rituals do the survivors create? Wait, wait, wait. How do they only only like minions like merchandising? Merchandising. Advertisements. So then there's one of everything. We have literally every product. Yes, Yes. exactly. Just get (laughs) that the minions Prius, the minions Gasto. You grab yourself like a a minion fridge. You don't remember what happened. You're digging through the sand and you just find Find one vault. Minions everywhere. Filled with minion stuff. What do you you put together about humanity? And what do you do to please your new gods? Real quick, what are the little aliens from the claw game and Toy Story? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I want them to fight them. Okay, oh. go on. <laughs> Solid answer. Oh, sorry you didn't get to... No, yeah, no, no. Was it just occurred to me, and I was like, oh. Oh, but man, I want what's them great to, is like... when the minions punch them, and they go, squeak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want them to fight to the death. Anyway. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, I was going to say the Noid and the 7-Up spot. So there oh. you go. Oh, you the Noid. Thank you. Wow. Good deep pull on the Noid. We don't see that a it lot. It's either that or that smoking character, the cartoon that smokes from uh, Who Killed Roger Rabbit. Oh, it's well every done. cartoon. This <laughs> this was worth going smokes. back for. You had, you had wait, solid answers. Let's talk more about. I mean, Who Framed Roger? Rabbit. Wait, who smokes in Who Framed Roger? I think every character. I think yeah. every cartoon yeah. character smokes in Who Framed. There's a lot of smoking in there. The baby that. smokes in that the one. Baby yeah. smokes. Okay. Oh yeah, the baby Boss, does smoke. Yeah. Boss baby, he got a spinoff. No mm. one's mad about that. <laughs> oh, everyone's mad. You mean about Oscar-nominated that. film Boss Baby? Yeah. You know, from I'm pretty sure Minions was Oscar nominated as well. I, probably was. I was so mad I couldn't make this go viral, but I I, I edited. Uh, <laughs> I took out. I took a scene <laughs> in Boss Baby, uh, <laughs> and I edited over the phone call that uh, the <laughs> message that Alec Baldwin left his daughter. That's very enraged that you can find on oh the internet. Yeah, God. the like, the piggy one. Yeah, that's uh, so funny. It, yeah, it really worked out. The baby is for a moment in the film. Um, it's on the phone. And uh, the its sibling is like creeping in the hallway toward it, so it's basically like a child is walking frightened toward an angry <laughs> father yelling. And then when it arrives, it's a baby. It's it's, it's I, a baby. I have hope in this. This has got to reach the people. <laughs> it's just hope. hanging out on my Twitter silently as I ineffectively market both that and my own career. It just languishes. <laughs> well, I think we solved this one, Linnea. So uh, we got to wrap. Uh, that is lightning bonus round. Sorry. It's a great question. Yeah. I think Super the, good at answering the question. The question may have been better ago. than the uh, answers in this case. Great yeah. question, Linnea. Keep asking them. Yeah, um, wait, which one was that one? Which it was about one the post apocalypse. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I I'm just, that's painful. I think it's such a funny I, question. I, I don't mm. think the answers will actually live up to it that is. question. Well, I think there's just not enough there, there to like build a society around the minions, you know, besides people we just wearing overalls with and rocks. <laughs> it would just become a cycle like the, we're looking for someone to worship they're looking for someone to worship we would just be oh that's confused. true yeah that would be all that's... exits no entrances <laughs> the human centipede that's eating its own tail you know yeah, be, exactly so if you if you want to help us think of games for questions Jesus. we won't answer go to uh read-weep.com um, yeah. slash next and you can see our upcoming episodes to build the image in my head to paint that <laughs> That one is. I, I want to not think about it again. Um, <laughs> Facebook and Twitter also read us for slash next. You can suggest games for our upcoming episodes. And now we have time for one more compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. This is our minor compliment. So, Kate, you're up first. Don't look so terrified. You've got another compliment for it. This is a small one, just a little thing that you also liked. The fire hydrant. When they think the fire hydrants. When he's I having like a threesome with two fire yeah, yeah, hydrants clear, in the background. I didn't like it when he saw a fire hydrant and thought it was a fellow minion and was kind of yeah. hitting on it. But then when he becomes king and he's in the hot tub and he's got a fire, fire hydrant, hydrant on either yeah. arm and he's going to do both of them later. Yep. 
That was what it was. That's kind of fire hydrant shtick is so unnecessary and weird. And I love it. (laughs) Well, we haven't talked about this, but there are no girl minions, right? They're all just like sexless, genderless. Well, except that they. Yeah, but named Kevin, Bob, and Stuart. Very boy names, and they have a boy voice, and they. um, Because that's what we're used to, is have male centered narrative. Well, and also, look, there's a thing with cartoons. You didn't get a female transformer for fifteen fucking years. Right? Right, These sure. things take time because <laughs> cartoons are weird and backwards like that. I, uh, but I they, also love the subplot of the supervillain being the first woman right. that's evil. Yeah. Look, we got her. She's the first. Thing. You could just go with supervillain. But I mean, it's yeah. nice to see like that, that that glass ceiling get broken because by the time Despicable Me one rolls around, vi- villains, female supervillains are just a common thing. Right. So it's like right. nice to see you know her break through that ceiling for all the other people later. Is is that glass ceiling? It's like fr- it's um. But oh, that's it's, like it's you tinted. installed a glass ceiling and then broke it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. You can't. Yeah, it's a hilarious joke by a bunch of male animators about how uh, exactly aren't women always trying to be first at something? Anyway, hilarious. Let's get back to Bob and see what he's up to. I don't you know. know. Let's write a wife character. into this thing. That's that's basically what the <laughs> man uh, uh, make her Alice and Janie, and then give her three minutes of time. Anyway, here's my here's my minor compliment. Uh, t- here's a decent joke that was tiny. Um, the British cops are pouring tea from a pot into a beautiful piece of china while driving their cars. That was That's funny. Really this was one of those that annoyed me because I thought that was really funny. And then there were just like 10 other times where a British person was drinking tea inconveniently. It's like, I get it. They like tea. <laughs> but when it was a cop while he was driving and he had the full pot of tea, that was actually kind of funny. That got me. So uh, that one that one surprised me a little bit. Lopes, what's your minor compliment? So this isn't much of a compliment as much as just something I couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about after the movie ended. Okay. Uh, what is Sandra Bullock's character's name? Uh... The villain, miscongeniality. Th- yeah, miscongeniality. So, she's looking for minions. <laughs> oh, the villain, yeah, is, is Scarlet Something. Overkill. Scarlet Overkill. All right. So, I think like the whole like her being so upset at the minions and wanting to kill them and everything because of this betrayal was like I thought slightly unreasonable. Yeah. But then I was thinking about it afterwards, and I was like, she really didn't get the full minion package because like the minions are really more of a. <laughs> Qua- a quantity over quality sure, type sure. of they're a zerg minion. rush of helpful yeah. and she only has three of them and dealing with just three of these bumbling idiots who aren't, who are incredibly effective for just being three of them when right. you actually think about yeah, it yeah they take over England in like three yeah. and a half hours I really feel like if she had just mm-hmm. waited a day for the whole army of minions to yeah. show up, she would have really gotten like, oh, these are super it. useful. These are yeah. like very good. You can use them to minions. like flood a house or sure. yeah, yeah, stop yeah. a leak in a dam. Well, look at like <laughs> look at the like they built soccer stadiums and all yeah. this stuff. Like they can work when they when they got when you have a well, lot. So of here's them. the dark thing about yeah. that that soccer stadium. The, their soccer ball was leather, and there's no other animals in that ice cave. That, that the pole was made out of other minions. <laughs> no, it, it, it was those snowmen. It was those abominable oh, there were snowmen. Abominable they snowmen. Fell, it's yeah. funnier if it's minions. Yeah. It's um, Caitlin, that leaves you. What's your last tiny nice thing you're going to uh, say? Uh, I mean, listen, I didn't like this movie because my heart is dark and broken. No. It's obviously no, pure it's and fun. the movie fun. is bad. You're right. It's a great movie. No, I like you're both right, Kate, Alex. You're both right. I didn't uh, like the experience of it. I've been talked into thinking it's good intellectually, but I didn't enjoy it. Anyway, you compliment. talked yourself into it. No, yeah. you're actually your thing like about how it. they were all trying to deal with the existential crisis of Camus. I, that made me like it more. 
The I fact mean, that did. minions are like, just I, an expression of existential dread that I, I can get into. It's just eating pixie sticks for 90 minutes straight is the closest Basically. equivalent I would have for this movie. Why are you putting pixie sticks in your stew? You're a weird cook. <laughs> <laughs> but I said it up top, like it's so simple mm-hmm. and that's actually really hard to do. So I'll give them the nod that you have distilled it to the very basic form of yeah. what you need for this to work. It's hard. And that is an accomplishment. This movie, uh, it, you know, Uncle Kate enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, dozens of kids have just giggled. Lots of people dug it. Why should I be mad? There's no reason for me to be. I can list a lot of reasons why I am yeah, mad at it. Yeah, it's just less fun right but now. But that doesn't mean that I'm right or fun. But um, this is not a compliment so yet. No, I gave it the compliment. It's that it, simple, it, it, it takes well. all the same. That was the same as your major compliment. Is it the same as? Oh, I thought it was just a point I rattled off later <laughs> on. <laughs> I can't this close on that. Zoom in of the simplicity. Remember how life. I said at the beginning, my compliment is to that compliment. You know what else is simple? I... My bank. <laughs> <laughs> simple bank. All right, everybody, that is it for our show. Uh, that is it for Minions. Minions is another in the can. 437, also in the can. You guys, this is another one finished. Next week, we're going to be back. Next week, we're talking. We're going to continue Space Brawl. We're going back to Space Brawl. Oh, oh, I, I forgot to write down who said this. Somebody on uh, Facebook, uh, I'll bring this up to credit them, um, referred, said instead of Space Brawl, it should be called um, Capril Canaveral. That's good. That's I like very that. Very good. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I went to Cape Canaveral, Canaveral last, yeah. so Caperol, Canaveral, April, Caperol. <laughs> it's still a stretch. It gets worse get the more you explain yes, it. it really You're right. Does. It is getting worse. All right. Anyway, I liked it, and Space Brawl is so bad. Anyway, so next week we're back to Space Brawl. We're gonna finish up with Moonraker. Next week it's nice. time for James Bond in space. Gardening on the moon. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. It's just a documentary about gardening on the moon. You're familiar. Um, this is uh, this was the second. <laughs> Oh, actually, that reminds me. Uh, I also I did like it was the, the Goldfinger song. song. The I'm trying to remember the Moonraker song. Mm-hmm. I did like when the Minions sung the Universal song at the opening of this movie. It's beautiful. It was kind of cute. <laughs> no, it is. That's exactly the symbol for like how Universal. It's so dumb. The Minions are so proudly uh, singing. They brought in the voice actor to do the fucking corporate theme song. I I don't know. I just because its infectious notes have poisoned your mind, so you're you know it doesn't make it more cute oh look i i I may be someone who finds simple novelties anytime a movie changes the fanfare at the beginning of the production codes i always get a kick out of it i just i I love that's fair fun production titles the children's movie where the first image and sounds is an advertisement for its creator yeah (laughs) and for itself there's just something about it yeah i'm already watching minions you don't have to remind me about how minions exist um so uh, Martin on Facebook is the one who suggested Capro Canaveral. Thanks, Martin. And um, anyway, so uh, Moonraker was the s- uh, second top. Actually, now it has surpassed uh, uh, Gattaca. So this is the top two movies from our Meat Buddies. Uh, very for excited. Space Bowl. I'm very excited. Um, so thanks to all our Meat oh, Buddies sorry. who voted. And I guess I'm never going to see Armageddon because I thought this was the, the one time I was definitely going to get to see Armageddon for the first time. And it you finished never. a distant third. So. We should do it from October since it's a giant asteroid. There. That's a good idea. And yeah, the yeah. soundtrack is Banging. Yeah. Did you guys see? Uh, did you guys see the? This is for. I guess this is a shout out to good corporate Twitter interactions. Did you see the Netflix thing about Armageddon? Yeah. yeah. Um, where uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. 
tweeted oh, that yeah. he was mad that uh, Armageddon wasn't on Netflix, and so they added it, and then they tweeted at him, and they were like, it's up now. You can go ahead and ruin it for everybody, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> was such a good... Very funny. That was a real good brand tweet. Anyway, so we're not going to see it. I've never seen it. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe later. But in the meantime, Moonraker, thanks to our meat buddies. And thanks to our sponsor, The Children's Garden. Sorry about the swears. Um, go to thechildrensgarden.com. I'm not. If you want... Kids are grown. If you want... <laughs> You want uh, so woke. blueberry bread and STEM summer classes. If you and if you do register for their summer summer STEM camps for ages five to nine, they'll waive the registration fees if you mention the podcast. So, give them the code word. I heard you on a podcast called Read It and Weep. That's the whole code word. That's the code. Pass. Yeah, it's very subtle. Uh, and uh, thank you at Anthony Lopez Part Two. Thank you so much. I'm always always excited to be here. And the the Caitlins of Comedy at Uncle Kate C A I T. Thank Thanks you. for being here. Are you We're winning both your C-A-I-T. I know. We, are cool. bo- we both spell our name right. Are you winning your Pokemon game? Yeah. Kayla has been Pokemon. fighting Pokemons on the table over here for like the it last 10 minutes of the podcast. It keeps that part of my wiggly body busy. It and keeps then your I can left focus. arm busy. <laughs> so yes. you can podcast. And then I can focus on what's at hand. And then at Robot Caitlin for our... That's me. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. Uh, what a pleasure to watch the fucking minions and then get up early. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks once again. Sometimes this podcast feels like punishment. This is why I pay guests. Yeah, it really it does. It's one of those like, thanks, Alex. Thanks. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm glad we've moved past 16-hour books on tape. Yes. By, like yes, weird so right-wing gun nut fetishists. This so yeah, a, this is better. I am a gift and a curse. Anyway, thank you all for listening. We're back next week. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye.